Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little and we keep track of time Being so serious, idiots Thinking it will matter, keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Sun is shining but the rain is welcome too Friends are nearby, don't need another few Time is not on my mind but then it's you Oh Remember, all things must pass. Come on! But I'm not gonna wake up, wake up. I'm not ready, let me have another day. Don't wake up, wake up. Keep it steady, cause I'm happy. I'm not gonna wake, no, no, not forehead to each and every single one of my roller coaster riders who I have missed dearly. Guys, it has literally been like a full month since I last spoke to you and let me just tell you, I feel it. There is a roller coaster shaped hole in my heart right now. I literally hate to make excuses, especially one as shit as this. But honestly, the reason I have been gone is life has just been a wee bit hectic. Um, It's been really fast paced. There's been quite a lot going on. And I won't lie, I've just been like a shoe in quicksand. Like I just can't keep up. I absolutely can't. I've been struggling to manage things, juggle things, balance things. So I hate I hate to half arse anything. I hate to dip in and out of stuff. So I thought I'm just going to literally go away and come back when I'm ready to come back. And today's the day. Today very nearly was not the day. I've literally just managed to turn things around in the past couple of hours. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have been seeing some snippets of the rather stressful saga that's been going on from my two holidays I've just been on now that sounds so ironic because yes I've just been on two of the best holidays I'll probably ever experience in in my life however the traveling element of both holidays has been nothing short of a disaster and it is actually taking it out of me like emotionally mentally physically having such a big toll on me and I've decided you know what if there's one thing that's going to make me feel better it actually is sitting talking to you guys I'm not even just saying that like this is like my therapy session this is where I just offload and get lost in the world of roller coasting so today's episode is going to be me filling you in giving you the full story on what has been happening to Megano up in the so kick back relax you know I love to tell stories and this is a story 
oh my word, I have not spoken to you in so, so long. So let's start with a really happy, happy stuff, right? So just over two weeks ago now, I went to Ibiza, flew out to Ibiza with my wonderful, talented, caring, hilarious... Every, every positive word under the sun management Aquarius Creative uh, they flew me and a bunch of the other influencers out to Ibiza which in itself is absolutely crazy I can't believe I'm saying that but what we went for is <laughs> it's so mind-blowing and when I think back to that holiday and what we were there for like I feel so emotional because I just can't believe I was part of that I'm so honoured and it's something I'll actually take to the grave and if I could relive anything it would be this trip honestly wow let's dive in and have a wee catch up about Ibiza itself I mean this does not need to be a full-on stressful episode about my traveling so let's have some gorgeous moments in amongst so Ibiza oh my god what what a gorgeous six days like I put up a wee dump last night saying like six days filled with love laughter and living and I couldn't be I couldn't be more right I feel like that was a dream it's socially what they say like you don't realize it's a memory wait you don't realize you're in the moment until it's a memory you don't realize you're in the moment until it's a memory is that the words? It's so true though. Like, I wish I could go back and like actually take every last millisecond in. I feel like I was. I kept saying to everyone, I'm having the best time. But I mean, like, upon reflection, I was having the best, 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 best time. <laughs> oh, it was so good. So on our first day, we had a surprise engagement party for Monique. Went to this place called 528 and I'd be It's like upcoming. It says show like dining experience very very cool something very different to do whilst you're on the island I felt like I was in like Mexico or something it was crazy had that surprise engagement party it was so wholesome like Monique was all teary-eyed we were all dressed in white oh it was one what way to kick off the holiday then the next night we went for dinner at this stunning place I think it was called patchwork maybe stunning had dinner whilst the sunset we're all just sitting talking laughing drinking then we went to glitter box not gonna lie do not remember being there but by all accounts it was a great night the next day we like chilled all at the pool one of my favorite things to do on holiday is just chilling at the pool talking and see the thing is like I was on holiday with a group of girls that realistically we wouldn't normally go away with because we only all know each other through influencing however going on holiday people like you form a connection that you wouldn't form anywhere else it's like love island right i feel like i have been on love island in a platonic sense I have made friends for life. So we just sit, gab, 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 gab. Then we had a karaoke night in a villa. Amazing. Just like everyone up singing, having a pure laugh. Molly and Abigail actually both can sing. The rest of us, the rest of us tried. The rest of us tried and we had an absolute laugh whilst we're at it. Then we went for a rooftop dinner the next night. This was like so stunning. I think it was called The Strand again just sitting there like what the hell like behind us was like a view of Ibiza Old Town this pure fancy restaurant like all of us sitting working technically oh it's (laughs) I'm actually tearing up thinking about it it's so crazy then we went on a boat day this boat day like if you could see the behind the scenes (laughs) like when you actually can see what you will see you won't see what technically was happening behind the scenes that is for our eyes only but what a day however I conquered my fear of fish like I mean I'm in the sea swimming staring right at the fish looking the fish in the eyes with like scuba goggles on so that was kind of crazy then we had a movie night under the stars which I think is a core memory of mine's I wish I took more video clips so I could make that like core memory tiktok sound like we'd literally Aquarius literally got us like this huge projector so it looks like you're at the cinema outside like in the garden bit of the villa which was the most stunning thing you've ever seen all had like huge big bean bags to lie on there was an actual popcorn machine under the stars we watched Pretty Woman oh my god we all had matching jammies on 
that that was like the most wholesome thing I have ever done and I was just looking around like how did I get here actually how did I get here like this is phenomenal oh my god then after that the next day we went and got tattoos which again is just like the most wholesome shit ever like all going and getting tattoos together in Ibiza like I can't ever forget that holiday I literally have the word Ibiza permanently engraved on my back I'm never forgetting that and then to finish things off we went and had huge celebrations at Ocean Beach where else you're gonna celebrate nothing like a wee old beach party I could babble on and on and on about the laughs we had, the conversations we had, the memories that were made. Like, I just can't tell you how amazing this trip was. And especially for some of the girls who have like some stuff going on, they all kept saying like, this is a trip we never knew we needed. It was just flawless from start to finish. And I am still like genuinely still struggling to wrap my head around how I ended up there. Like I used to work in a call centre at BT hating life and I just had six of the best days of my life I am blown away I'm moved by it every time and it is memories that are locked in my brain forever and actually you will be able to see at some point that's all I'm saying I am so so grateful to be a part of this and do you know what all the stresses that followed were so worth it because they came from the wonderful trip that was Ibiza that is forever, ever, ever, ever in my heart and on my back. So a complete first world problem to have here, obviously, right? So the plan was I was going from Ibiza straight to Malta to meet my friends because we went to Malta to go to Glitch Festival. So the way the holidays worked out, I was going to be one day late to meet my friends in Malta and I was going to fly from Ibiza to Malta. And it's quite hard to get to Malta. I don't know if you've ever been, if you're ever planning on it, please take into consideration there's not a lot of direct flights from anywhere. So I was having to fly from Ibiza to Madrid and then from Madrid to Malta but all round it was only supposed to be like a four-hour journey so easy days totally manageable a-okay but me being me any probably person with two brain cells in their head would say I'll take it reasonably sensible at ocean beach like still have fun still get drunk still have a whale of a time but make sure you get in bed and have a good few hours sleep and you have a clear head and you are able to travel to a literal another country but obviously I can't do that obviously in the head of Megano that is not possible I got absolutely blackout drunk like I don't remember anything the evening of Ocean Beach and anything that follows. Like, I mean, totally joined another universe. And you know what's so, so frustrating? I feel like at home or like even with my like normal group of friends who I'm around every week, I've actually managed to tackle not blacking out. Like I have managed to find a level of drunk where I'm absolutely steaming, acting like an idiot, but I do remember my night. However, when I'm in like a slightly different situation and in particular, anything that involves work, as we know from the previous episode about work's night out curse, any time that there's work involved, like there is something in my brain that does not allow me to behave so there's a lot of hours blank in my head to have filled however I do know that I went to bed really 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 late I believe I went to bed at like 4am and I had to get up at half 6am to start my travels so I had like two and a half hours sleep so Molly, the legend, thank God for Molly, because if Molly wasn't here, I would probably still be in that villa and I'd be fair right now. Molly wakes me up at half six in the morning, poor soul, like her having to get up at that time when she she literally could have slept in till like nine. She's like, Megan, you need to get up and go. And I actually just like, <gasps> I like my eyes just shot open. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, no, you had me on. Like this 
cannot be happening it was obviously pitch black still I felt so terrible I was still drunk I was still in my bikini from Ocean Beach like my case hadn't been packed I was like oh my god like this sudden urge of panic just came over me and she was like right you're gonna be okay like just get up like shove a t-shirt on she helped me chuck some stuff in my bag she was like I'll book you a taxi so I thought oh my god like I'm I'm actually having to do this like this is the reality of this situation so I'm getting up in the dark trying to be quiet because everyone else is asleep shoving things in my case just making sure I had my passport my phone charger get into this taxi and I feel like the fear just set in obviously because I couldn't remember what I even done at Ocean Beach and obviously I'd never do anything stupid and I was with all all my girls but I was just like oh my god I have the fear which is honestly something I don't get I have spoke to you about that before I very rarely rarely get it but I think because one I was sleep deprived two I was still drunk three I didn't remember the previous night four I was literally about to embark on a very stressful journey everything just came crashing down at once the minute I got into Ibiza airport myself I just burst into tears like I actually looked down I'm still in my bikini I've just got this t-shirt dress shoved over me I have no idea what I remembered to pack I something said to me I don't know if it was God sending a message to me but something said to me the second I stepped foot in that airport like this isn't going to go to plan Megan be prepared I was like unconsolably crying in the airport (laughs) I went to the airport too early as well may I add I was really 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 early and there was like no flights at that time in the morning in Ibiza so it was like a ghost town which made it even worse like all I wanted was like someone to talk to there was no there didn't seem to be any like English flights Scottish flights like there, there was just really nobody there and I seemed to be like the only person who spoke English so instantly I felt like an alien then I was like, right, I should probably go and try and make myself eat because God knows when the last time is that I ate. So I went and got a Burger King, sat down myself, sobbing, trying to nibble on these chicken nuggets that were so dry, but I couldn't even bring myself to go and get salt. So I'm just sitting sobbing and I was like, this, like this, something's going to go wrong. I just know it is. And nobody could answer their phone because it was literally like seven in the morning, everyone's asleep. and But I knew I was in for a terrible time. So the minute the gate came up for my flight to Madrid, I just stood in it. So I was like, right, I know I'm here. I'm first in line. All's good. I stand with this member of staff, right, full time for honestly about half an hour. The queue gets so, so long. We're about to board. And he says, do you have your mask? In the UK, we do not have to wear masks anymore, like on flights, on nothing. They just like are not a thing anymore. I couldn't tell you where I've last seen a mask. So I was like, oh, no, sorry. Do we need to wear masks? He was like, yep. And I was like, do you have one I could borrow, please? Like, obviously, I've not had to wear one in months. He was like, no, you'll need to go and buy one from the shop. The shop was at the opposite end of the airport. The flight is now boarding. So I had to sprint to this shop, buy the mask, sprint back. And by this time, it's like final call. So I'm obviously all flustered, hot and flustered getting on this plane. Get on the plane. It's only like an hour or something to Madrid. Get to Madrid. And I said to the staff on the on the plane, I was like, I have a connecting flight. I've never done this before. Never been on a connecting flight. And I know I have like a short amount of time. So are you able to help me get off the plane quickly? Because somebody told me to do that. Is that stupid? Is that like a total lie? But someone said I should do that. And she was like, no. She was like, the people we got off the plane first are our priority customers down the front. And this plane had like a curtain. And the people in front of the curtain were the priority customers. And yeah, I get it. They probably just pay more for their flight. But in this moment in time, I felt like an outcast of society. (laughs) So I wait my turn. I get off the plane. I'm in Madrid. Never been to Madrid. Didn't know like if this was a big airport. Like literally just knew nothing about it. So I get off the plane and I immediately went up to the first member of staff I seen. And I said, right, I'm getting on a flight to Malta now. I can't see it on any of the boards. And she was like, right, that is in, it takes off in like an hour and 10 minutes. She was like, you're never going to make that. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, you're like, you've quite 
literally will not be on that flight. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, that's my connecting flight. Like, that's what the the website obviously allowed me to book. She's like, no, because that is in a completely different terminal. So I was like, right, okay, so how do I get to this terminal? And she's like, the bus. I'm thinking, the bus, how does one catch a bus in Madrid? I'm very new here. Are you new here? Yeah. So I literally start just sprinting in any direction, like had no idea where to get this bus from. I had no idea what terminal I was in, what terminal I wanted to get to. I just started like running frantically. But I mean, like I'm sobbing and I'm like holding my hair. I'm so stressed out. This really nice guy come up to me. He's like, calm down, calm down. You have to calm down. And he like took my phone and he was like, no, you can make this. You can make this. You've got a whole hour. I was like, right, well, this guy is giving me hope right okay finally a glimmer of hope in a very dull so far day so he's like right you just need to go down there oh guys obviously he actually wasn't even american i'm not sure what this accent is but he's like you just need to go down there there's a bus stop you get on the bus and it'll take you to the right terminal so i was like oh my god okay amazing finally so i run 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 and run finally get on this bus i'm on the bus and i look out the window and I'm on the motorway. Like, I'm literally on a motorway in Madrid, like, proper traffic. I thought, where am I going? Am I even... Have I got on the wrong bus? Where am I going? I honestly was so tired that I thought, I'm just going to sit here. I'm just going to sit here, see where I end up. What will be, will be. So I just chilled. Sat on the bus for like a good 25 minutes just in silence because everybody around me was speaking Spanish and uh, I was in a foreign country I've never been before. I was just like, I'm just going to sit here and see. So we're driving on this motorway, blah, blah. And then we get to a stop and everyone gets off. So I'm like, well, this obviously has to be my stop. So sure as fate, I walk in. Thankfully, it was an airport. But all the check-ins were closed and I was like right okay so where do I go now so I'm running about looking for the nearest staff member run up find guy and he said like the check-in is closed so you're not going to make your flight even though I had the annoying thing was I had like 40 minutes before it was going to take off so I could I could I could have been on the flight because I didn't have any luggage it was just me and my wee hand luggage but no I wasn't allowed on so I missed my flight. So then I decided to fall to my hands and knees and sob, like wail. Uh, like it was really quite dramatic. I'll, I'll admit that. Up again. When life knocks you down, get back up again. So the first thing that came in my head was, I bet there's no more flights today. Like what are the chances of there being another flight to Malta? So in my head, I'm starting to think like at this point, I'll just get a flight home to Glasgow. Like you know that way I was so rough and vulnerable and scared and lonely like all I wanted was my mum dad and Harry I actually was looking at my arm where I've got my Harry tattoo my mum tattoo my dad tattoo I was just like stroking it crying like I mean tears are rolling down my face I was in a bad way <laughs> then I was like right come on take action before this turns into like something out of taking so I got up to the customer service I said I've missed my flight there wasn't enough time between my connecting flights is there anything you can do to help me and she was like unfortunately no but there is another flight if you want to book it so I'm thinking oh my god god's plan right what are the chances of there being another flight today to Malta thank you Jesus in my head I'm thinking Malta to Madrid surely that's sorry Madrid to Malta surely that can't be too expensive I also didn't realize where Malta was as stupid as I'm going to sound I actually thought Malta was in Spain so I'm thinking probably going to be like £80 maybe £100 absolute max fine I'll take the hit she's like okay that's £400 I was like right £400 one way no luggage amazing but obviously I had literally no option so of course I had to pay pop goes £400 on the business card Madrid Airport, um, if you've never been, is humongous. I actually had, it was something like three hours to kill between my flights. So I thought I'd go sit down, have a coffee somewhere, maybe something to eat, charge my phone. No, it took me literal three hours to get through security and find the gate to my plane. This thing is humongous. Like if you're ever transferring 
connecting flights or whatever in Madrid, please give yourself like four hours. The place is bigger than probably Scotland. It's so, so big. So I finally got on my flight. I was feeling terrible. I had the fear. I was so tired. I was just not in a good way at all. I was so lonely. Obviously the flight like was all in Spanish. Like when they talk you through what you do in emergencies and all that. So in my head, I'm thinking, oh my God, if this plane crashes, I'm not going to know what anybody's saying. Like I am literally going to be on my own here. I'm going to die a death myself. That's what I was thinking on the plane. It was very, very morbid. Anyway, all stress aside, I eventually get to Malta after a long 13 hours of traveling. <laughs> I left. I left the villa at like half six in the morning and I got to Malta at like half seven at night. So it was quite a long day. I was absolutely done in. I got there and everyone was, it was like obviously day two of the holiday. So everyone's in such a good mood. Everyone's drunk. Everyone's in their bikinis. And I was just like, unconsolable crying and I was like I just need my bed so I went out for some food with some of my friends then I literally just went to bed and had a good night's sleep but I woke up in the morning and thought that is it like that is all the stress Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's done. I've got here in the end. Yes, I'm 400 pounds poorer, but I've got here... All is good. I'm with my friends. Nothing can go wrong. Until we had to travel home. So the travelling home plans were, we were to fly from Malta at 5pm to London Heathrow. And from London Heathrow would fly at 9pm to Glasgow connecting flights so obviously I had learned that you actually need to leave quite a lot of time between connecting flights so we all made the decision that we would not make our connecting flight with only it worked out like an hour and a half between so like that's not going to work so we all decided on the last day to book another flight from London so we just have to lose out on the money from the original flight so we all booked another flight from London which was a full hour later which gave us two and a half hours to transfer through London Heathrow so we thought that is obviously plenty of time so we all took the hit bought yet another flight so we arrived to Malta airport I'm feeling a wee bit sketchy I think I've got a kind of new phobia of airports just given my recent experiences chilling in Malta things are going okay so far I've found a phone charger I've ate I've had a KFC (laughs) right here we go of course the flight is delayed the Malta flight got delayed something like an hour and 50 minutes, two hours. So then we're like, right, well, that is us fucked for not only the first London flight, but also the second London flight that we've now spent money on. So obviously panic is setting in. Um, we said to like the customer service and stuff in the airport, like, what do we do? And they said, like, there's actually nothing we can do because it's just like a weather issue and your flight's not been delayed by more than three hours so like we don't really get involved basically there's absolutely nothing we can do to help you so I'm already breaking down everyone else is remaining quite positive thinking of plan b plan c but I just knew like see when I tell you is doom just came over me I I definitely foreseen what we were about to endure so when our plane finally decides to show up we get on it 
and it's sorry I should add that there was like 40 odd of us in Malta but we all had different routes home because there were so many of us I don't think we all like would fit on one plane and people picked different ways of getting home so we were all going these like funky routes home for example, Erin was flying from Malta to Brussels to Manchester and then driving home from Manchester. And her journey was taking so long that I was like, oh my God, F being Erin. Little did I know that I was in for a lot worse. So we finally got on this plane and there's 10 of us, right? Flying from Malta to London Heathrow. The plane, we still don't actually know what it was. There was never an explanation. Looked like looked like you were in a rave and there was a smoke machine going off it was bizarre like I couldn't even see across the aisle to Ailey who was sat across the aisle who knows what that was and who knows why we just took off without asking any questions that's something to consider so we land in London Heathrow and as if by a miracle we get a notification saying our flight like the second flight that we booked that morning has also been delayed so we're like oh my god oh my god oh my god we're actually going to make this flight like things are working like here we go we're all ready to do this so we get off the plane which by the way took so long because of course the one time we're in a rush they only let you exit from the front of the plane and we were sat up the very back of the plane so it took us ages to get off the plane we get off we all made a plan that we all just sprint like we literally don't wait on each other we all just sprint to the bus we had to get to change terminals so I mean I am off like a whippet I have not ran this fast since I was like primary five doing sports day I'm off skis running so so fast obviously I've literally been on it for like 11 days by this point so fitness levels at probably an all-time low I felt like I was going to be sick I couldn't breathe I thought I was going to have a panic attack but eyes were on the prize so all of us sprint amazing effort from absolutely everyone involved to the wee bit where you get the bus so we had to go from terminal 3 in London Heathrow to terminal 5 London Heathrow waiting on the bus waiting some more waiting some more tapping her toes looking at invisible watches waiting some more and we're like right where the hell is this bus and this other guy we were with was in the same situation as us and he was like the bus never takes us long like I'm always flying from London Heathrow this is the first the staff were just like yeah we don't know when it's coming we've asked it to come blah 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 so the bus took 25 minutes to come for us which obviously set us back 25 minutes then we're on the bus heading to the right uh, terminal and then the bus just stops. We're on the bus for probably half an hour. So we've wasted basically an hour on this wee bus trying to transfer us between terminals. Finally, we're off the bus, right? And if our flight is still delayed, so we're like, we can do this. We actually can make this. So we sprint into the airport, get to security where they're like, no, nope. They're like, your flight has left. And we're like, it's literally not like please look at this please look on your system the flight is still here it's not due to take off for another 40 minutes all we need is to get past you quickly check our hand luggage and then we can go on and they were like no nope 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 so we stood there kind of low-key arguing but not arguing because it's not their fault so you don't want to be rude to people and take your issues out on the wrong people but it was low-key an argument wouldn't let us through, blah, 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 back and forth, back and forth, time wasting. Eventually, they're like, right, okay, we see it, we can get you on it, you're good to go. So they start scanning us through. So I was one of the first through. So I'm through, I'm sprinting through security, chucked my hand luggage through that big x-ray human machine thing, got my case, we turn round and there's six of us instead of ten. And we're like, where's the other four? Where is everyone? Turns out there was a system failure and they just said to those four, like, we can't let you through and you're not getting on the flight. And that is that. And they put shutters down on them. So obviously that was terrible. Like literally four of our friends are now just stranded in London when us six are getting on this flight. So felt terrible, but they were all like, look, like there's nothing you can do. Like just use her through and we'll have to think of another plan. So they were then going to just go and hire a car because also should I add that in London the next day, all the trains, 
sorry, subways, etc. were on strike. So there was physically no way of getting home apart from driving unless you got an alternative flight. But London Heathrow had told my four friends that they couldn't book them a new flight and they couldn't book them accommodation for the night because there'd been so many cancellations. So they were just like, right, we need out of here. We'll book a car. So as six, waiting airport, the flight kept getting delayed like another half hour, another half hour, another half hour. So we sat there for literally hours in this one wee spot and everything in London Heathrow shuts at like half ten. So there was no shops open, there was no nothing. We were just sitting staring at this one board waiting on this one flight. So we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And obviously we were like, well, we're in the better position. We're actually getting on this flight home. So like we definitely cannot complain here. Until eventually actually I should add here sorry this story's all over the place but I said to the staff there I was like what happens if my bag because like my checked bag because it obviously has missed the original connecting flight and they were like don't worry we will send it home on the next flight to Glasgow so I'm thinking fine all rest assured and they told me we'd definitely be home that night all's good then comes Tannoy Really sorry, everybody, waiting on the Glasgow flight, but the flight has now been cancelled. Um, please exit via gate C. I was like, you have got to be shitting me. You have got to be shitting me. It's now like half 12 midnight. We left the villa at 10 a.m. the previous day and our flight's just been cancelled home. So there we are, stranded in London, nothing with nothing but the clothes on our back. I did have hand luggage with me, but for some bizarre reason, the only thing I packed in my hand luggage was all of my hair clips. No change of underwear, no pyjamas, no clothes, no toiletries, no makeup, but like 1,000 hair clips if you want anything. I've got like beads, flowers baubles, butterflies, you name it, I've got it. Um, but unfortunately, they weren't much use in this emergency. So we exit the airport. We actually managed to find our other four friends who were like waiting on a car hire. Um, as I said, the airport couldn't offer us any accommodation. They couldn't offer us any other flights. We were literally just stuck. Like it was a complete and utter shambles. So... We all kind of decided, right, we're going to need to all drive home. Like the people who have a license and are over 24, I think it has to be, to drive. Like we'd all just need to take a turn home. For me, I was like, fuck that so much. Like I have not slept in so long. I have never driven outside Glasgow and I'm about to try and drive home from London in a car I've never been in. The idea was really not appealing to me, but I didn't want to let the team down. So I was like, right, so when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. So we're all standing in London, outside London airport. It's like one in the morning. It's cold. I'm still in my shorts and vest. I am stinking beyond belief because we had to check out our villa so early in Malta the previous day. Malta is also like the hottest place I've ever been. It's so humid and so sweaty. So the odours coming off me were obscene. Anyway, standing, loitering, waiting to see what we're going to do. And then a few of us get a text from British Airways saying they've put us on a new flight. So Calm and the Dean, not my Calm, the Dean's Calm, got put on one the following morning at 10am. And I'm thinking, if I got that, I'd be fine with that. We can go find a hotel for the night and just fly home and I don't have to worry about crashing and, you know, fatally ending everything for us all. So we hang fire. My Calm gets a text saying our flights have been moved to the next day at 5pm. I was like, oh, I mean, that is literally so far away and that's a whole nother day that I won't be home for and I literally had so much work on and I thought this is so far from ideal, but at least it's a flight home. So Ailey, who didn't get a text with a new flight, joins the four and they all drive home and then it, it leaves 
another five of us. So it's me, Calm, Calm, Nadine and Lewis. So we're like, right, we just need to go find a hotel. Like we'll have to book it ourselves, take the hit for it, but we just need somewhere to sleep. So we managed to get ourselves booked into the Hilton, which is at London Heathrow. So we rock up. It's like two in the morning. We're so tired. We need somewhere to sleep. So me, Calm and Lewis all had the same flight at 5pm the next day. So we all booked our room together. We just shared between the three of us. Got into bed, which was like the comfiest bed ever, thank God. But see, anytime, anytime someone would move the sheets, the smell, oh, oh, the smell coming off the three of us. My feet had a lot to play in this. Like, I will not, you know, I won't blame it on the two boys. I was reeking. Like, my feet would actually knock my dog out if he smelt them. This was horrendously bad. I hadn't brushed my teeth since the previous day I hadn't washed I hadn't changed clothes it was stinking and to make matters worse by the way my period was starting and I had no tampons no pants no nothing anyway it didn't take long despite the terrible odours and cramp I now had for us all to fall asleep for a nice well-deserved snooze so we fell asleep we woke up in the morning and the Hilton very kindly gave us a complimentary breakfast because he probably felt terrible for us three wee smelly beans Nadine and Calum got off to London Gatwick and got on their flight home so they're all good so we had this wee breakfast and we even got like a three wee toothpaste and toothbrush which was much needed like the fur on my teeth it's like those mossy stones you see outside, like the green moss. That's how my teeth felt. Like, oh my God, I felt like I'd actually, sorry, ate Harry's poo. It was disgusting. Um, So I managed to brush her teeth. No luck on the clothes front, obviously. But I did manage to have a shower. Oh my God, I had to bin like my favourite socks, these wee cherry socks, because the smell... Oh. luckily Lewis had a, pair, a spare pair of socks so I managed to take those so then me, Cam and Lewis like right we've got like something like seven hours here before our flight let's just go do something fun in London so we get a taxi from London Heathrow to our new airport which they kind of put us up in in London City so we got on a wee Uber how much do you think that cost us? £126. Woo! On top of all the money we've already had to spend due to this terrible mishap. So it took us like an hour and 20 minutes to get to London City. And we thought like we could like chill out at the shops, like have a wee drink or something, like just try and relax a bit. We get out the Uber. We're like, right, what next? Lewis is like, I forgot my bag. I was like, oh, <laughs> he left his bag in the Uber that just cost us £126 and in his bag was his passport and wallet. So pretty vital documents. So back comes Mr. Uber with Lewis's belongings. By the time we got the Uber, we had like, I was like, let's just jump in and get a subway. So we just sat down. I was like, right, OK, a few hours to go, something like two hours to go by this point. We get a text. Your new British Airways flight has been delayed. Uh, uh, no, no. I was actually eating my subway and I read it and I started like laughing, like obviously in like quite a creepy way. And then it turned into tears. And then like my bread and lettuce and stuff is like dripping down my chin. And I was like, <laughs> like I was definitely delirious. I, uh, it was just, it was deja vu. I thought, what happened yesterday is literally about to happen to us. And we were the final three. Actually, people who stayed an extra day in Malta got home before us. Our Uber driver actually told us the cheapest way for us to get to the airport would be to ride on this like Pokemon sky cart thing. If you're scared of heights, you definitely would not have went on this. But we're like, cool. So on we go to this Pokemon sky cart thing, like literally in the sky across London, we cable cart, took us to like the other side of wherever we were. Then we had to get another Uber to the airport. We got in, I just marched up to British Airways and I was sobbing. I was like, we need to get home. Like this has been categorically the worst 30 hours. Like we need home. This flight cannot be cancelled. And he was probably looking at me like, this girl is in some nick. I smelled. I had permanent tears rolling down my eyes. 
I'd probably southwest sauce from the subway all over my face. I was not in a good way. So we sit in London City Airport, which is quite a small airport, not a lot to do. We sat there for like three hours and thankfully the flight was only delayed one hour it did in fact take off but before it took off they sat us like in this like downstairs bit right like as if we were about to board the plane but we're sitting for a really long time and I was like I'm sensing something's up like my spidey senses are tingling so I'm watching the staff like a hawk's eye and I could see that heard one of them say we can always just put them on the later flight if there's issues. And I thought, no, (laughs) no, no, no. Mark my words, I'm getting on this flight. I obviously did not say that to the staff. This was just a conversation going on inside my head. But I was like, nope, I burst out into tears. Like, see, when I tell you how many times I cried this all in like 36 hour journey, it was on and off like a light switch. Like one minute I'd like, stop and then I'd compose myself then I'd be crying again then like I wouldn't speak to anyone for hours it was quite the journey however I luckily did get on my flight back to Glasgow and landed in Glasgow so all in I think the journey took me calm and loose like 36 hours um <laughs> when Malta is literally like four hours away so that is what you call a shortcut for a long way a long a long cut for a shortcut way who knows who knows but uh, quite unnecessarily traveling I'm sure you'll agree but did did this all end when I reached Glasgow no it did not it is now Monday and I left Malta last Wednesday I still do not have my suitcase um I have complaints open missing baggage open I've had like 10,000 phone calls and the update is that my case is missing in London Heathrow Nadine's somehow made it home and everyone else like obviously they went different routes and stuff so me and Ailey were the only two who went that really kind of long route home with checked in luggage and neither of us have our luggage back I'm not gonna lie I don't have faith I'll ever get it back because they're saying like it just categorically cannot be found so now I'm having to like tell them what's in my case for them to try and identify it because obviously the tag is falling off um so it's not looking good I have been very stressed I won't lie because obviously like all my makeup's in it my hair stuff is in it things that I actually need to shoot for work are in it and like the thing that is really bothering me is all my sentimental jewellery like all my nomination bracelets all my rings my necklaces literally everything is in that suitcase I have been up to high dough and I've been really hard to be around like ever since I got home like since last Wednesday and it sounds so ridiculous because I've literally been on two of the best holidays of my life like I've been away with my best friends I had so much fun I've been on the trip of a lifetime with my work like who am I to complain but it's just one of those things that I can't I'm just really struggling to deal with that is me just being actually so honest like I could sugarcoat it and be like no I'm not that bothered like I'm so lucky I'm not gonna lie I I think this is so shit (laughs) I won my case back I have spent an alarming amount of money on this trip that I didn't expect to be paying and it's been a very stressful time it really has it is disrupting my work it is disrupting my plans I would just really appreciate my case coming home I really really would Anyway, who knows what happens with the case. Follow me on Instagram to keep updated. I'll definitely let you know if it ever shows up. Um, But what I have learned from these travels is never book connecting flights because both things didn't work out and I'm now like an extra, probably about two grand at this point over what I had to spend. What was supposed to be quite a cheap holiday turned into a very, very, very expensive one. Um... Yeah, direct flights only from now on. At the moment, does it feel worth it? Not really. I think with all the money spent in the missing case, but that's me being negative. The positive side to me is I have had 
a wonderful 11 days minus the in-between when I got stuck in Madrid. That wasn't so wonderful. Uh, I have had literally the time of my life, memories that will last a lifetime, things I can tell my grandkids about. And this certainly isn't putting me off holidays. I am only going direct flights, yes, from now on. But roll on next summer. If I get to go away with Aquarius again, if I get to go away with all my best friends again, I will be so, so happy. And do you know what? I'll also have an air tag. Get an air tag. What a silly little goose I was not having an air tag on my case. But that was my terrible travels, guys. Again, I know I really shouldn't be moaning because I'm so lucky that I'm in a position where I do get to travel. And thank God I have savings to get myself out of those situations I was in. But the savings have been well and truly tanked. But thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry if this story was all over the place. I'm not going to lie, my head is still complete mashed potatoes. But I didn't want to delay another week. I wanted to get back to you guys. And there's a wee story for when you're driving to work or if you were wish- if you were wishing you were on a plane just listen to this and you'll be so glad to know that you are on land with all of your belongings safely locked in your house <laughs> but thank you for being patient with me and joining in again to roller coasting i will be here next week i have no more holidays planned as it stands i love you so so much my roller coaster riders for always and i'm not making sense anymore I'm going to go see Calm, I'm going to have a cup of tea and I'm going to watch a movie and chill out. I love you and come to Girlies It Out, please. If you are Scotland-based, get yourself to Girlies It Out. It's on the 2nd of September, literally less than two weeks away. Out, sorry, um, Girlies Are Out on Instagram for tickets thank you it's all for charity for the amazing charity that is Peak Projects, helping kids and young people all across Scotland and from beyond to get the help they need. I love you. Goodbye. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time. Being so serious, idiots. Thinking it will matter. Keep me company downtown. Before the clock runs out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.